I'm not. I I was just testing it. Do you have two phones? Yeah, it was a work phone. Yeah, he's rich. Oh. They won't let me install anything <laughs> What's on that note my for? personal phone. What does so. the note say? Double episode. Oh. Well, I can put links to things we're talking about. Ooh, I'm links. Officially done with work. So. Unless, Did we learn unless something lottery? happens, and then I'll look at it later. Done with work. You know what that means. Time to fucking play, baby. You should be using your left arm for that, can we? Fucked, yeah. Uh, <laughs> back done, it up. Done with work. Time to fucking play with your left arm, baby. Six months later. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to my favorite podcast and mine, Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen. <laughs> I'm Adam. I feel like I'm having to do mental gymnastics. My favorite <laughs> podcast and my yeah. podcast? Is that what and you're saying? And mine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That and makes mine sense. podcast. I said what That's I said. That's a very German thing. Yeah. And mine podcast. <laughs> uh, Welcome to mine podcast. I'm Jackson. Misa podcast. Ah, you love Sand Planet. That's a joke that you're going to hear repeatedly and mbunk. I'm glad I know what it is now. Yeah. And I'm not going to explain it. Can we start putting in the show notes? Can we start mbunking us on the podcast if we're doing something bad? You get one mbunk? Yes. Oh, man. Dave didn't see it. So Dave has no clue what we're talking about. I feel like most of the time I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Good. I'm pretty clunky. How are I'm you? Pretty clunky. <laughs> How are you? Um, I, I do want. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to all the fans who recognized me in DC and <laughs> saw me on my birthday at the Adrian Lanker show. It was great seeing you guys. Uh, thanks for all the drinks. Uh, it was good seeing you. Thanks for all the Dr. Peppers, is what he means. <laughs> yeah, and the and the. Popcorn. I mean, it's, uh, it's hard to get Dr. Pepper up there. So. Yeah. No, seriously, I flew out of Dallas, and I had a Dr. Pepper on the flight, and then I got there, and I was like, there's no Dr. Peppers here. Yeah. And I did not have a Dr. Pepper until my flight home. Sounds about right. And I'm fucking pissed. And I'm Sounds down so. on them like they're uh, my baba. That was so quiet. <laughs> How was the show? It was really good. I figured I would talk about it and uh, what we're listening to. But yeah, yeah, I, Dave. Well, I didn't no, want to no. leave it. Not no. ask him. He gets real sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes That's me feel fair. bad. It makes me feel bad. Yes, I saw Adrian Lanker of Big Thief, and um, yeah, I was I was a little worried. I, I flew out to Washington D.C. It was my birthday this weekend, and the the idea was like. I didn't solely go for the show, but it was an excuse to go. Um, and my mom has a ton of airline miles and was just like, here, free ticket. So like relatively cheap trip. And um, going into it, I was a little worried, like, man, did I just fly, you know, a thousand plus miles away to see two acoustic artists? And then I got there and the first artist was just incredible. His name was Ludolo and uh, he doesn't even really have music out. He's got like two songs out. And his whole set was amazing, just incredible. And then when she came out, Adrian Lanker, like her command on her guitar was just like flawless. Even like they were tuning out loud, which at first I was just kind of like, this is annoying. Yeah, I tend to hate that. But as they, it, it kind of started, it wasn't like the kind of tuning like, ah, oh, fuck that, that's wrong. It felt kind of like that orchestral feel where like 
an orchestra tuning is really kind of beautiful to me at least. And I think to most people, um, so like everything she was doing was similar to that, where it just kind of felt like a, she was tuning and to check that she was right. She was doing thing. Like she started like noodling, but not in like a Steve Vai way, but like, just like felt like a actual like chord progression. And then she just kind of like slipped into the song. I was like, Holy shit. How did we get here? And it was just like, she had this really nice cause it was just, it was just her. Um, she had this really nice way of playing where it felt, um, kind of like a wave. It didn't feel like a band where it was very like everyone's on time with each other. I felt her like ebbing and flowing in, in a really natural way where I know the song she was playing really well. And I felt her kind of like ease on something and then go right back into the next part and speed back up to get back into it. And just kind of like pausing on a moment. It felt like acting, I guess, where like, it's like, Oh, let's, let's linger on this and then go right back into it. So like, definitely worth it flying me a thousand miles for acoustic artists it's that's so awesome when people do acoustic acts and take those liberties because almost if they don't then you're like oh you just couldn't get a band for this tour yeah and that's that's kind of like not to dock city and color but that's kind of how the city and color tour felt like that i saw and i love dallas green but comparing these two like adrian lanker all the way the way that she like just commanded her instrument and she barely talked like she did one joke, one guy who's really calm crowd for an acoustic. And like, she's saying, she said, thank you for being such a respectful audience. And then like one guy yelled, you rock. And she kind of like out of the mic laughed. And then she went back into the mic and said, you river. And then started the song. And I was just like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and she speaks very soft. So she was like, you river. And then, boom, right into the next song. I was like, what the fuck? That was great. Yeah. Uh, it, it made me really uh, appreciate that music can be simple, especially with, like, that Kid Amnesia yeah, uh, coming out. Yeah. Uh, the Radiohead re-release. Um, with that, I, I think about, like, how intricate and how, like, meticulous Radiohead can be and how, like, in their heads they can be to their detriment and to their benefit. But I was listening to this and Big Thief and like really everyone from that band Buck Meek as well. And I'm just like, yeah, these people are really uh, good at just like they write a song and they put it to tape and it feels very simple in its process. There, but there's so there's such an art to that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it looks it, it's that old analogy of like the duck or the swan. It, it's really it looks effort effortless uh, above. But underneath it's like, I mean, she's been playing that instrument for years I mean, she really like she's honed her craft. And yeah, all like, the all the big thief guys went to school, and they all they all they're all super well studied and well rehearsed and well practiced. So it's not even like it's not to say like to be like them, you have to go to school and stuff like that. But it's it's the fact that they have done all of these things to get them to a point where you can do this art of simplicity. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, like even like someone like John Mayer does it, who is a huge example of like pop star, and everyone knows like oh he went to school and he knows his theory, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, y'all want to get into news? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we all know uh, our first bit of news, so let's just go ahead and knock it out of the way. Uh, Astro World, it definitely a big bummer, uh, and um, 
I don't know. That that's just crazy. The whole situation. Do you want to? Do you want to just some for some? I mean, th- there are people who don't know what Astro World was. So I, I I didn't know what Astro World was until this. Yeah, well, yeah of I was gonna yeah. say nobody knew what it was before this anyway. But but even but, still, there are people who don't know what it right. is. Yeah. So it's a Houston music festival. Uh, who it was created by the rapper Travis Scott, who is a Houston local, and. What I found peculiar about this festival is I looked it up after the fact. I was like, so what was this setup? Uh, it was a two-day festival. The first day, one act played. It was just Travis Scott. He played at night. It was like a traditional concert with no opener. Basically, it was just him. And then the second day was more of that traditional uh, festival lineup. And there was a bunch of rappers. Uh, it, it seemed pretty much... Uh, a majority was uh, hip hop, and then there was like Tame Impala was supposed to be playing that kind of stuff, and then so what ended up happening? So I have a timeline of the Friday night, and we're not going to get into all the gritty details of this because it is very sad, very tragic. But uh, basically, around uh, 3:30 a.m. of uh, on Thursday, people or sorry, 3:30 a.m. Friday, that can't be right. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, no, that does make sense. 3.30 a.m. Friday. I was thinking Thursday, 3.30 Yeah. Uh, fans begin to line up uh, for this uh, in Houston at Astroworld. And then at 10 a.m., the gates opened. And then around um, 8.15, the medical staff was overwhelmed, helping, uh, you know, basically the whole crowd. Between that eight fifty or between the gates opening and eight fifteen, it was a completely sold out crowd. There was like just people wall to wall. There were reports that people like just couldn't move. Like there was one um, person who basically said that they were so packed in that they couldn't raise their arms up. That people were so packed in that just couldn't do anything. They were just kind of sitting there, flowing back and forth with like it's being described as a wave of people. Do we know if it was oversold? I'm not sure. I, I was going to say, I think it almost definitely it's was. It's outdoor. I don't I, know it's, if that's It's clear. an outdoor thing. It's Ticketmaster is a major producer for the event, or Live Nation, or whatever the it's name Live is Nation, now. Live Nation, I think. It's all yeah. the same thing, right? But they're probably desperate, and this is just me reading into it. I don't know if this is true, but they're probably desperate to just sell as many tickets as they can. It would not be a surprise if they oversold. Especially an outdoor event, that number that they can sell can fluctuate anyway, based on the planning and stuff they do. So who knows if that was even inaccurate number when they were going to sell tickets for all we know so i think that they oversold in the sense of there was a lot of people there but i don't know if they actually did oversell i think that what happened uh, and uh, we'll, we'll we can talk about it more but i think what really happened was there was just lack of security there was lack of anybody doing their fucking jobs and people went too crazy so it's a mixture of all that so what ended up happening is at uh, right before 9 p.m., a countdown to Travis Scott happened, and like a 30-minute countdown. And at that point, they started seeing um, the concert staff and, uh, you know, the medical staff started seeing the, the crowd was uh, surging, not front to back, side to side. And, you know, that, that caused for alarm. There was, uh, at this point, you know, Travis Scott hasn't gone on yet, and um, I don't know the exact, it doesn't have the exact like details of this part but uh at this point like travis scott is you know from houston so he's a big houston advocate and um he's apparently friendly with like i think the mayor and the police uh chief of police so the chief of police at this point basically says to travis scott hey 
look, we're getting reports that it's pretty crazy out there. Uh, I know you have like, I think he had like an hour and a half set or hour 45 and he, the chief of police said, can you please just play a 45 minute set? And apparently Travis said like, no, it's designed for an hour 45. I'm going to do an hour 45. So he he's getting kind of these uh, early signs of like, hey, go out there and, um, you know, advocate for some calmness. And at that point, then he goes out and he starts to perform. And when he's performing, that's when the surging, you know, starts coming uh, forwards and backwards. People are starting to be crushed up on uh, each other, being trampled, that kind of thing. So between once he starts uh, at 930, ambulance start responding in the crowd and, you know, helping people with uh, CPR and all that kind of stuff. And at 938, eight minutes later, after ambulance started having helping, uh, a mass casualty event was declared. The concert did not stop until 1010. So that's 30 plus minutes there that he just kept playing. So 32 minutes he played afterwards. Uh, So. After that, apparently after his set, he and, and there like Drake showed up was like a surprise performer wasn't you know on the bill, and then from there, basically um, they went on. This is one of the funnier parts of this story is after this horrible event, ten people have died at this point as we're recording this episode. Um, they Travis Scott left to go to an after party. He had no clue about, according to him, and is it Kendall or Kylie? Kendall, Kendall. Right? Yeah. Kendall, who he has one child with, and she is pregnant right now with their second child. She was there, and according to both of them, they did not, they, they didn't know that people had died. And uh, they go to an after party. Drake had thrown this after party. Does anyone want to guess where this after party was thrown? I was going to say, I know the answer. But. Okay. It is, uh, I'll give you a hint. It is the ultimate mank ave. <laughs> That's right. It's Dave and Buster's. The big after party they had planned was at Dave and Buster's. So it was, uh, that, that is the, really the only funny part of this story is that that happened. And then at that point, somewhere at this after party, Travis Scott gets told, hey, uh, at that time, it was like eight people had died, and he immediately apparently went very, like, you know, sad and left. So, and then now here we are that we have this whole situation of people, there are videos of people surging and, you know, just masses amounts of people like doing CPR on each other, and like people are paralyzed, 10 people are dead. It is horribly sad. This is like literally my nightmare of going to a concert. Like, I remember my first music festival I went to, I was very scared that like, oh my God, you see all those like Bonnaroo and Glastonbury and stuff like that of these like fields of people. I'm like, what if I panic? And like, what do I do if I'm in the middle? Like that kind of thing. So like, this is very scary. And like Pearl Jam had a similar thing. Um, I think it was like 2011. They were playing in, I want to say it was Chile. It was some country. It wasn't the U.S. Um, and it was a similar thing where people just kept pushing up forwards and they pushed like, I think it was like maybe five people ended up dying. Uh, it, was, they just, it was also eight. Okay. And they all got pushed up on the rail. And uh, that that is a huge reason, reason why there's more distance between the stage and the crowds now is that concert. And like Eddie Vedder in that uh, Pearl Jam documentary, it's like Pearl Jam 20, uh, talks about, uh, he's like, yeah, that like, I will never forget that day just that he 
discusses that just seeing he was telling people please stop please stop there are people being hurt and then like they just he said he'll never forget people just being lifted over and he just knew that they were dead and but especially in that case like the band can see that super clearly if it's happening at the front yeah 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 and and so there, i think there was fifty thousand people at astral world something, yeah, like, something that. like that and there's like a lot of videos of of uh the festival of people being around people who are like getting trampled. There's like some videos of people who are like, uh, this person has been like dead in front of me for like five minutes now. I don't know what to do about this. Uh, there's like this one story I watched of this one woman who got her spot like at the front where like the VIP is. So like there was like the walk out from the stage and then there's like a VIP section in the center. And, um, so she got her spot right there with like her boyfriend and um, then the crowd started coming, like Jackson said. And then right when the music started, she was pushed up against the railing. She was off of her feet. She her, she was literally like her legs were not on the ground. And she looks at a security guard like fucking help. And one ignores her. And then another one grabs her. And then she's in the whole like media VIP area and starts like trying to lift people over as she's there because she's like, a, we, like more needs to be happening here. Um, so yeah, it's, it was, it was like nightmarish watching the videos is like heartbreaking. Yeah. It's really hard. I mean, like there was also, um, like there apparently some of the source of the surging was that Travis got, there was that VIP area and the VIP area is of course in the front. And he basically said, Hey, there's plenty of room up here. And so people that people took that as, Oh, you need to, uh, let's go up there and right. get closer. Yeah. And so people start running and it's just like that stamping the, the videos are really hard to watch i wouldn't advocate watching them. no no even talking about this is a bummer but it, it feel it would feel dumb to just completely just gloss play, over yeah it. gloss yeah. over and not discuss it but once that surging starts it, it, you can't stop it no it's a ripple effect yeah it really it has is. to just but, run its course but the, but the well, problem is is that the problem is that you have to try yeah the, the problem That's, is that they didn't try yeah. to have him stop it as well, far as we know, nobody even told him it was happening, which is just like that's obviously poor management. There's all a, there's a, there's a the video venue. of someone walking up to him on stage, no, and I, yeah, I'm, seemingly I'm, telling him. I would say it's pretty hard to believe that he wasn't, yeah, told before being at Dave and Buster's. And and <laughs> I think some of the some of the officials have talked about like somebody has said like, well, wh why didn't y'all just cut power? Why didn't y'all just cancel the uh, the event? I mean, I mean like, that would not help. And they yeah. said they said you have to understand that like if we had like what we were seeing was pretty intense like it was very hard to contain what was happening and that if we had done something like that we would have had to be concerned about rioting and not that that should happen but like i i know where they're coming from that yeah, of course yeah that's yeah that, terrifying. that's you don't want to upset fifty thousand people who for all they know nothing's wrong because they you know seem okay with it as it was yeah it's going to be worse if you shut off the power or shut off the music or something and then they're like oh this is bullshit and yeah, and I Who think knows? most people know this about Houston, but it's a very humid place, and it, it's typically pretty warm. It's getting cooler here in Texas, but that being said, like today when I left for work, it was 45 degrees, and then when I left to come home, it was 80 degrees. So like yeah. the temperature is still, yeah, it's getting cooler, but it also is still getting hot. Houston is very humid. Um People like were reporting that like it was just uncontrollably hot because there were so many people pressed up on each other. Yeah. Uh, one of the people who passed away apparently suffered from like multiple heart attacks because of like the heat, and it's just like 
Yeah. It, and and the, the pyrotechnics did not yeah. help. There were so many pyrotechnics. It was like there was fire everywhere right. on stage. And that's the, the thing of like the management aspect of it is like probably don't do that if you have this situation yeah. going on and you guys know about it because it's, you know, if you're the management running the show, I think it'd be weird if you didn't know this was going on. It's it's just crazy to me how more wasn't done like while yeah. it was happening. Yeah. Like, yeah there, there are a lot of people trying to blame, trying to put the blame solely on Travis Scott. And it's like he he could have done more, but it, there are so many different variables. And, it, it's and hard yeah, to he say could have done where more, and he could have cut his set short as yeah. they had requested or something but if, like but that. If he legitimately like, doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he just thinks it's a crazy crowd. That's, yeah. that's, that's, at that point, he has like either shit managers in general or just for yeah. the show. And that's if we're to believe he didn't know what was going on, because I don't believe that. Yeah, for a that fucking seems second. hard to believe. He yeah. he he like look look literally use your fucking eyes. He could have used his eyes and seen like yeah this is this is more than just a like well, rambunctious crowd. He, this is dangerous. He has a history of egging on the crowd at other shows yeah, and like encouraging them to go crazy and stuff. Cause he's like, Oh, this is great. So he was probably seeing it from his point of view. If he saw nothing like, you know, nothing that was bad. He might be like, Oh, this is great. They're really into it. Like, yeah. And again, just to be not, not, not to say that I'm on anyone's side here, but like a lot of artists say, let's go crazy. Well, yeah. and or so let's yeah. fucking mom. That's, yeah, yeah. Or... that's where we get into the, and it's still like, obviously this is being, uh, it's an ongoing thing. So like, we'll find out what happens but there's a lot of speculation okay so where does the like where where is this gonna lay like where are the lawsuits going to heavily lay will it be live nation will it be travis scott so travis scott does have more culpability in this because it was his festival he hired security he put on the festival so yeah, at the end of the him, day him it is more than just a performer it's, it's their thing yes yeah. yeah and the the just to like I mean, I know that there are probably there were security guards who did their job, but there was a lot that didn't. So the the same woman who I told the story about earlier said that they didn't check they didn't check vax cards, they didn't check anyone's bags, they didn't do they didn't do any check, they didn't even do like a, a, a like a like a metal detector anything. So anyone could have walked into that place with anything. And so clearly, if that's how the security is running, it's like okay, yeah, then this it's, is a great start. It's yeah. it's almost like it, you don't want to say it's not a surprise that this happened then because it's that's you know ridiculous because there's plenty of shows that don't check everything's everybody's yeah. bags and everything but like that's not a good sign that they were on top of their stuff and yeah. it just got out of control you know yeah. like yeah yeah i mean like and i've also been to very like strict security shows like that idol show i went to i got there thinking i have enough time to go through the covid protocols to have my id checked and everything um that i'll be inside for the opening band but they were being so diligent about checking everyone's bags checking everyone's vaccination cards and ids that i missed the whole first band because of that so they were there are examples of like people there might be people saying you know like oh well you know all venues are pretty lax about that it's not the case that was a sold out show that i went to and at that same show some of that depends on the artist um, because like we've been to we saw jack white right and they took up people's phones and stuff that's artist requests for vaccination cards i imagine is happening at different venues where they're not doing it all the time. So there's that, that angle to it too, which is not a good look. Yeah. The, but, the real answer should be like speculation is one thing, but let's figure out how we can prevent that from happening in the future, or they should be immediately working on that and also figure out how those families will, can be made to feel better yeah. about losing yeah. family members. Unfortunately, someone's going to have to, I mean, wh- whether it's, you know, 
I mean, it is unfortunate, but someone's going to have to pay for this. Yeah. yeah someone's truly going to have to pay for Travis this. Travis Scott has, I believe everyone who went to the festival got refunded. And then he has said that he's going to pay for their funerals, which it's a good step, but also, you know. And, yeah. And a, yeah. And a month of therapy. I'm not sure. Yeah. I saw something like that. I mean, that's. <sighs> but it, well, moving on. Last thing I have to say about this is I have seen like the day, the weekend after all this happened, I saw a lot on subreddits and just like all over the internet, a lot of people taking the opportunity to say, this is what rappers do. Look at this Slipknot show. Look at this punk show I went to. Look at this metal show and look how they handled. Look how Coheed handled it. And it was very much this idea, like very thinly failed racism of like, yep. yeah, Travis Scott didn't yeah. handle this right. It has nothing to do with him being a rapper. It has nothing to do with his race. So I would advocate if you're seeing that online, please use your judgment and see that like hey yeah maybe other rappers have done poor things but so have rock bands look up anything about fucking Gigi allen that guy is just gonna use him as an example walking piece of shit (laughs) and uh it's just like yeah that it felt very this felt like those like when you see those comments on a youtube video of like take that justin bieber look how this guy can sing it's just like it felt that old adage of like yeah well rock musicians are just like real music and this was just another way of doing that and like yeah, yeah there are examples of like i saw foo fighters slipknot coheed all these kind of things where people were like this look this is how you can handle it and it's like yeah okay but you have to realize what you're saying by saying look rappers do this and just like well, it, it's very it, thinly veiled even in that case like are those shows as big of a crowd as this one was well, and- probably not like no, that's not. fifty thousand people is a fuck ton of people to try and like have you as the artist like get them to respond to anything. And both times I saw Slipknot, people were taken away in an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not only that, most of the another thing to think of is most bands that know how to deal with this stuff, like all the bands you just mentioned, grew up playing local shows and were in those crowds, right. and so they had know to what deal things look like. Yeah, there aren't that many small town hip hop shows. Yeah, unfortunately, especially like in the early 2000s. And for and and and, and uh, like so many people, I, I saw some more thing Jackson who are just like in metal crowds and punk crowds, people get picked up. I was like, this is so like I was talking to my friend about it, and they're like, yeah, but what about Woodstock '99? Yeah, exactly. Know? Like, <laughs> I was at a show recently where a crowd had surged, nowhere near this, obviously, but a crowd had surged, and I watched them surge, and this there was a woman who was shorter than most of the people who they searched so hard that they hit her into the wall, like her, the side of her head slammed into the wall. And then like we helped her to the side and like, basically she got to like a little safe uh, area where all the photographers were. And like, it was very clear that like she was seeing stars and the venue had to help her out. So like that, yeah, there are great examples of how to deal with it, but on the same thing, like there, I've been to so many metal shows. It happens I, everywhere. I, I'm not going to name bands, but like, I there's a certain band that like I really like that I don't think I'll ever see live again because I think their fans are the shittiest and yeah. they ruin the show for me. Yeah, with that kind of stuff, getting shoes to the back of the head, just completely disrespecting everyone's, uh, you know, space. So. Yeah. So moving on from that, unless anybody uh, has anything they want to say, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just say one last thing, and uh, it's that I guess uh, that I apologize if I'm being too harsh about it. I've just been watching too many videos about it because I can't. No, it's stop. hard not to be. And, it's, uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, I, I it's I'm I 
it really like I, I, there's an episode for us I've wanted to do for a long time that's about the satanic panic in music and this has like reinvigorated my desire to do that because so many people are like this is a, this is a giant conspiracy right now that this is it Astro World was a satanic ritual yeah and it's like fascinating and also just disgusting and all at the same time so like i've just been watching way too much stuff about it and getting just enraged just absolutely fucking incensed by the people who just can't seem to just first of all accept that tragedy happens doesn't have to be logicked out by a fucking satanic ritual and also just watching the tragedy every single time there's a video about it yeah yep so Moving on, I have a bit of a palate cleanser uh, <laughs> yes. to kind of take us on. And maybe you guys have seen this, but uh, is anybody familiar with the band Brass Against? No, I know. Rise Against. Oh, man. You guys are in for a treat. So nothing, you guys haven't seen this. Art- oh, my God. I, I, I was certain you guys would have you, seen this. You could be making this up and we'd all be like, yeah. Oh, you're going to think I'm making it up once I go through this story. Hagen's peeking. Hagen's peeking. So no, please don't look I'm it up. Make sure he's not fucking lying. <laughs> no, no. If you look it up, it's okay, going okay, to tell. Okay, he's not lying. He's not lying. It's a real thing. Uh, it's a real band. It's, it's a, a real. Dur- I don't know what it is, but it's a, it's a real thing. Okay. I looked it up, and there were multiple. The, the, the only word that I saw was at the top of a headline, just says disturbing. Oh God. Okay. We're on a so great this path. is palate cleanser. Palette cleanser. <laughs> this is what I understand about this band. Brass Against is a big brass band, uh, a lot of horns, and they do a lot of covers of. Um, they do a lot of covers of uh, just like I I think a ton of different types of music, but like they do Rage Against the Machine covers, that kind of stuff, where they're always doing different. Um, did I just give the uh, biggest shot to the person driving? Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all swap. We can fix that. Sorry, we'll fix that in the edit. You did, I you Megan, like you're a, not you, drunk. I thought you had like a float. No, you, floater. you grabbed it before I was like gonna pass them around. Uh, yeah, Sorry. That's, that, that, that's over. That's over one and a half. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going to need it for this story. So uh, Brass Against does covers uh, with a big brass band. And basically, this weekend, they were playing a show. Uh, I forget what the, like, I think it was in Florida, maybe. We, we can fact check that in a Probably moment. Probably Florida. But uh, they were playing a show, and the singer was like, man, I really have to pee. Multiple times on stage, she kept saying, I have to pee. And uh, then at some point, she just said, well, I can't make it to the bathroom in time, so let's at least make a show out of it. And there was a man in the front row who, have you guys seen that where like people uh, can like have like beer cans and they can put them on their yeah. foreheads? He had done that, and uh, she said, the man with the can on his forehead, let's get him up here. She pulls him up on stage, and she says, I'm going to piss in this motherfucker's mouth. And then the man proceeds to lay down on the ground on stage, and... She pulls down her pants. Palette cleanser! And she pisses all over him. <laughs> so people that can't uh, like... Hold on. I'm pausing you for one second. I'm pausing you for one second. I'm pausing you for one second because your palate cleanser was a golden shower. Yeah. Jackson's... It's, no, it's no, no, funny. No, 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 no. We're just trying to wash uh, it all away. No, no, no. I'm, this is... This is uh, Daytona Beach. J'accuse. Golden shower was your fucking palate cleanser? That was what that was what you what, liked as the palate is, cleanser. You know what her name is. What does the rest of the show look like? Oh, I thought Adam was gonna say, "What's a golden?" <laughs> her name is Sophia Eurista. That last oh, name is so very close. close. Yeah. So close. Oh my god! Fucking. Yeah. And by the way, there's uh, you're videos. In <laughs> there's tons of uh, videos of this, 
uh, two is, extra shots of urine in your latte. Yeah. <laughs> They just before this they had announced Yellow. they had announced a European tour and all, <laughs> all the comments are exactly that it's European not European. Oh, it is so funny. Old. So basically, the band put out an apology the day after saying so, so about last night. I have a question: Is yeah. this a band that anyone should have heard of before this? Uh, so apparently, they were big enough. Like people. I think maybe um, I read it wrong. They're, they're like big they were opening that... up for Tool at one point. Uh, a I was brass say, band? I, I think maybe I got that wrong. Maybe they were covering a Tool record. No, no, no. It says it says uh, uh, Brass Against, which has been toted by the rock band Tool and will open for Maynard James, Maynard James Keenan's lead act on its upcoming tour. They have like wow. 50,000 followers. Like not massive, but like nothing to scoff at. They were I mean, obviously playing a festival. It's a big enough band that some guy got up on stage and got pissed on. So, <laughs> it uh, was I like, mean, there's a guy for every stage. Yeah, I guess that's true, but <laughs> I video... feel like some bands would have a harder time with that. <laughs> Are you watching the video? No, but the singer auditioned for uh, The Voice in 2016. Ooh. Oh. So uh, the band basically put out an apology saying like, hey, so about last night, we're super sorry about that. They took that down and then they put it up again, basically saying like, Sophia got uh, carried away. We had a great time last night. We promise that this is not something you're going to see at uh, shows going forward. Got carried away? Yeah. That's a yeah, big it says, leap. It's, 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 that's not an apology. It says, yeah. we no. had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. <laughs> Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. It's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. And this is like a. What if, what if they're just losing fans by doing that too? Because maybe there's more people like that guy who's like, hey, they're, they're also gaining fans. Yeah, yeah and so it, it, it's very like if you watch the video, it's it's a band where it's like a Slipknot where there's a ton of people. It's a brass band. There's a ton of people on stage, and no one at any point in the band is looking at her like, hey, what? Don't do that. <laughs> Everyone is handling it very nonchalantly. Like even the bassist who is in most of the video I watch. He seems to get kind of more excited as it happens. Like it's not the first time this has happened? No, I think it is, but I think it's just like, holy fuck, we've made it. And it's just like... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a double down on that. It's a double down on that. The person who wrote the Yahoo News article about this, did you read this? No. The person who wrote the Yahoo News article, their opening line is, this number one hit went gold the minute it was released. <laughs> Dad jokes are running rampant. Oh my <laughs> no, god! Journalists are supposed to have fun with. So that you see kind of why thing. this is a palate cleanser. Dude, it's very. It went from very yeah, we low do, to very we, like. Oh, this we is do hilarious. now, but we yeah, it didn't seem to, like it. I have to reevaluate my motivations and and what I think will she's help probably, us get. She's somewhere. probably going to get a thousand dollar fine. Yeah. So there was like a police report. That doesn't seem high filed. enough. <laughs> R. Kelly's somewhere. Like, wait, she can get away with it. But- <laughs> There, there, and trust me, there's a lot of comments that are that kind of. Well, what if a man did this? Is like, don't men? Why are you always no, gonna no, no, make that? No, way? Here's, yeah. but, but, but what happened? The only reason there's a police report is that a, a, a fan that was at the show was complaining to the police. I mean, <laughs> and, and and the police was like, they, they were like, well, you can file a report because it's illegal to do that, and so uh, she can get Florida. a year behind bars or a thousand dollar fine. She'll get a fine. Yeah. So at this point, she's still in the band. Nothing has happened. But like, I was sitting there. Yeah, Daytona brought it, dude. (laughs) Look, exhibitionists, don't bring your shit out on stage in front of people. Like that's or your piss or your piss. That's totally fine if you want to do that behind closed doors. But that's totally unfair to just put on an unsuspecting crowd like that. I my brain went so wild when you were 
get ramping up to the story, I thought you were going to say that she was going to say, give me that can, I'm going to pee in it, or she's just going to pee on the stage. Here's the, here's the guy the, looks super into but it. Either why of why those, bring up the can? Either of like, those no, will not better. It, 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 it was just, it was just a suction cup to his forehead. Oh, yeah, The whole okay. time. The whole time she's pissing. What a great detail. Uh, I, I, you know, there is a person <laughs> See, that's that why we, he brought it up. There is a person that we know who would do this and probably loved this, and that concerns me. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's another thing that'll be off air that'll be for the patreon um yeah. the patreon is just us paying to hang out with each other yep <laughs> yeah we each pay for it um yeah so that's pretty much that that's how that works uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's pretty funny uh but like i have to under, I, I have to wonder what it's like being a band member after that like do you talk to her about it? Is everyone just like on a separate bus? Just like, I mean, don't fucking talk. Like, don't talk to me today. That's not anything they could have ever thought would happen, right? I would I would assume, honestly, so they, 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 they might have thought that, but I would also assume that depending on how long they've been a band and how long they've been in a band together, they're probably like, I'm not that surprised by this. I'm just surprised she actually did it on stage. Yeah, on, on stage is the part that's... But probably it probably isn't surprise. that surprising if you know a person yeah. that well. That's what I'm saying. Like, we know somebody who would do that. And if they did that, I'd be like, uh-huh. Shouldn't have done that, but uh-huh. <laughs> but, and here, here is a great example of any press is good press. I had never heard of this fucking band. No. And then on, that, that's on Reddit. That's I was wondering, if they're like a band we should have known of. Nope. But. On Reddit, I saw this, and I was just like, who the fuck is this band? And then I looked them up, and I was like, holy shit, they're opening for Tool. And I was just like, so like that's how that works. And this band is now going to be a thing where if I ever see them playing at Andy's or Dan's in Denton, I'm going to be like, that's the piss band. Fucking, fucking <laughs> Maynard's probably like, yo, I want to use your piss for my wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen some weird things that's on collab. stage. But <laughs> the, the only pee-related thing I've ever seen on stage was uh, I was playing this one gig where the client the person who hired us was like make sure you you have to play for three hours straight and the drummer had some beer before we went on stage and he was like i have to pee he just pissed pissed his pants well and i was talking to my partner about this because she was like you know like why why did she do that and i was just like yeah i don't get it either because especially with the brass band she was saying she couldn't you could have any opportunity to just be like hey you guys got this for a little bit i'm gonna go yeah Yeah. What, what did she play She's the singer. She doesn't play any instrument. Well, okay, so sorry. In the video, she wasn't playing an instrument. But uh, like singers are instrumentalists. Shut up. <laughs> um, so well, it, it's a big band too, right? So it's even, a huge band. Even if it was anyone who was like critical to the rest of the band playing, they could still figure something out. If you play a, okay. Rage, like, a Rage Against a Machine cover yeah. uh, with horns without vocals, I'm not gonna fucking know. You gonna uh, know? No. You're not gonna know. No. So she could just say, "Hey, do that one song." And yeah. I'll I'll be back. Or just and, do do a longer intro. I'm gonna go pee on side yeah. stage on the yeah. side, stage. side stage. Yeah. yeah. Or even like with that, like if that happened to us in <laughs> Moniker. No, I've, I've almost done that to you. <laughs> Can you and, and I've and I've I've done that to Matthew in the air. I can see. I've said to Matthew, play, Solo an song. Acu- play an acoustic song. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine Jackson going? All right. <laughs> You, I'm going to pee in your mouth. He would point at one of us. Yeah. I would be like, what the fuck happened this is, to you? This is You're simply, like, this is just like total happenstance. But uh, on her Instagram, it's there's a picture of the band. And this is this has nothing to do with the story except that it's the band. So it's it's a picture of the band. You can pass it around. And it, sorry, it's visual, but the, they're all holding their instruments. Except the drummer is pretending to hold a drumstick. Do you see that shit? 
He's pretending so his his hand is out like he has a drumstick in his hand. It looks like a thumbs like a, like a half ass thumbs up. I love this band. That's great. This is awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's Brass Against. Uh, go listen to them. I suppose. Don't see them live. Um, or do. Or do. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> you're into. Um, so that that was my palate cleanser. Uh, I have another palate cleanser, but uh, it almost seems kind of pointless at this point. But uh, Adam, you love the Mass Singer, right? Sorry, what? You, you love the Mass Singer. Sure. You love the Mass Singer. Sure. Yeah. Depends on where yeah. we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know who uh, they they unmasked Jess, Jester uh, this week, and Jester. you know who it is, right? Nope. That's right. Yep. It's Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols was on the Mass Singer. And when he took off the thing, people were like, what the fuck? That's Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. Why did you do this? And he basically said, ah, uh, life's too short. Why uh, dock it until so, you try so it? So he just thought it would be fun? It's, so Punk's dead, right? That that show that show is great. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the whole premise of that show is so bizarre. And the fact that they still get people who are, like, surprising behind the mask is awesome. Occasionally, they'll have something where they'll, like have like an nfl player and then they'll have like john legend i'm like that's fucked yeah why'd you do that also i feel like most people would know it was johnny rotten none of them knew i think the guesses were sammy hagar um (laughs) that's a good guess uh roger daltrey okay from the who yeah which like i was just like oh man that's got to be a fucking kick to the dick to roger daltrey to think that because like the sex or Johnny Rotten sings like that, ah, dee, 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 yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot what the other guess was, but no one got it. I was gonna say probably not great. He was doing songs like uh, "Schools Out" by uh, Alice Cooper, so like it, he was sitting in his pocket kind of yeah. well. I forgot that this season also had <laughs> Honey Boo Boo and her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Spoil. I guess we should say spoilers. Nah, fuck you. Okay, yeah. It already aired. No, if you're watching that show, you you're not listening to this. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's very true. It's a weird Venn diagram. <laughs> it's so funny because like I, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> like you, you asked if I knew about this. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And I was well, like, Oh, I do know what this Johnny is. Rotten peed on somebody. <laughs> you know, you know on that live TV. <laughs> you know, people are like super like up in arms about it because it's you know one of the bigger punk stars and and like pitchfork did an article about it i was like nobody gives a fuck about this show and then like pitchfork is like yep that's right johnny rotten was on it but they call him john lighton because he doesn't like being called johnny rotten anymore but also i'm pretty sure he was a big trumper so it doesn't seem like a great guy anyways I like the there's a T Pain was 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 behind it once was it was was like a person in the mask, and it's like one of those videos people share is like a, oh my god T Pain can sing let's oh. fucking whatever oh, I hate those now it's yeah I hate those videos too but I like that video because he has like half of his suit off but he still has the bottom half of his like monster suit on and he's just like riffing sounding amazing and everyone's like oh my god I'm like yeah we all know he can sing he's still wearing the monster suit this is awesome. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what they do they they take off like when they get uh, voted off uh they basically unmask them and then they do one more song without the mask yeah. so you can be like oh this is like the unmasking of wendy williams uh when she was on it is so funny like her song that she does she does that a native new yorker song and like she is giggling and snorting through it it is the fucking funniest thing in the world it's kind of like that never gonna give you up or never gonna hit those notes Never gonna hit yeah, those yeah. notes yeah. yeah it's like that video but like real life do so, you watch that show no absolutely not it just sounds like it you sounds do. like you do 
No, it's one of those things where just occasionally it'll be like, uh, like a it'll come up. Or it'll yeah. show up there's in your clips. YouTube recommendations because good... you watch it. Yeah, exactly. There's good clips because Nick Cannon's the host, right? And Nick Cannon's really uncomfortable. So. Yeah, he's super uncomfortable because like whenever uh, I did watch the Johnny Rotten performance and uh, Nick Cannon's sitting there doing air guitar with his fucking fedora and his like th- two or three piece suit on, I'm like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> and they have like. I don't even know what list celebrity you D list celebrity they have that. Doctor uh, Drew has done it. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Tony Hawk. What's that guy? I'm talking about like the judges. Oh, okay. uh, the like one pe- girl from you've never heard of, or the one woman from Pussycat Dolls, the lead Nicole one, Cole something. Uh, that guy who was in the Hangover movies, but is a doctor as well in real life. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin Thicke, <laughs> and then okay. uh, Jenny McCarthy or Jenna McCarthy. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Ken Jong, Jenny McCarthy, Nicole Scherzinger, and Robin Thicke. Jenny McCarthy, uh, as in Jim Carrey's ex-partner? I don't know. So are they just sitting like random in a list of yeah, celebrities yeah. that nobody cared about yeah. for the last 20 it years? It seems like Anti-vax. that. Anti-vax. Yeah, it's the anti-vax crew. <laughs> no, <laughs> except for the that doctor or, one. Except for the doctor. That <laughs> or it's whoever will answer the phone call. Yeah, exactly. Jenny, gets Jenny, in. Jenny McCarthy is married to another Wahlberg what? Married to Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, Donnie, no. That guy was in one of those Saw movies. And Marky Mark is a big fucking piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he, had, he has had roles in the Saw films, so multiple. God damn. Yeah. I think he's the Saw killer at some point. Or maybe he's a cop and gets killed. Spoilers. Seems more likely that he's a cop and gets killed as he's a Wahlberg. I yeah, I he's not, and he's not Mark. Mark, Mark would survive. Marky Mark. Marky Mark would survive, but Donnie, the, the, there's, there, he has multiple he, he brothers. He can't negotiate that part of the deal where he we doesn't die. Bring this back to music. Don Wall. You know, Marky Mark. Robert Wahlberg and Paul Wahlberg are also his brothers. That's <laughs> too many. Paul Wahlberg. I feel worse about spoiling the Saw movies than I do the Masked Singer. Have have you guys seen that clip of uh uh what's what's that old interviewer Larry I can't remember his name right now he just passed away I was gonna say he's he's yeah he's dead now but yeah I, I also but, but don't what's remember his name, his name. I don't, yeah anyway he's interviewing everybody knows who you're talking about I think yeah he's but. interviewing uh Tom Segura and he's like so you work with Mark <laughs> can't say Mark Wahlberg and he finally gets it out he goes Mark Wahlberg and and <laughs> Tom Segura goes yeah you got it. <laughs> <laughs> And then at another point, he goes, what's your favorite thing to have on tour? And he's like, oh, uh, chocolate souffle. And he goes, sock souffle? It's no wonder this man is dead. He was having a stroke the whole interview. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We got one more piece of news. Uh, and It's really more of an update. And I don't even know if we really have much to talk about. But hashtag Britney is free. Woo! Yay! That's it. I don't think we'll ever talk about this again. Yeah, I'm until hopefully. a documentary. Hope, I was gonna say out. we probably Do- will because documentaries be are already out. Documentaries, yeah, they're already out. But all good, all good stuff. All very, very good. Larry King, that's right. That's I feel dumb now not knowing yeah. that because it's like yeah, that's the guy who was like yeah, famous. I feel really stupid. You don't now. know who it was for like seventy years. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really fucking stupid. <laughs> and then you made a joke about him. So. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Look who's the asshole. That man looked like pulled leather for years. That's... <laughs> Uh, I, I, you're gonna tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> so we can witch of the east, bro. <laughs> I saw somebody with a great tattoo of that, where they basically wait had that like YouTube a, video. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I think it was a vine, by the way. Oh, sorry, sorry. And they had like the whole text, and like it, basically they had like little random witches whenever. Oh my uh, god. It was amazing. You're gonna sit here and tell me that I'm wrong? Grow up, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no more news, but I do want to, I was like just looking up music news just before we started and I just have to read this headline cause it's gross. Universal music to launch an NFT band made entirely of virtual apes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the You're cut symbol. off. You're cut off from the Dr. Pepper. Halfway through. <laughs> I read that aloud and Adam went, what? <laughs> I have so many questions and I don't, I don't want answers to them either. That's the part. One of the band members, the Golden Ape, is currently valued at $300,000. What the fuck? Yeah. Pretty crazy. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I, I will never, ever, ever in my life understand NFTs. It's never, never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No, that's fine. You don't need to know it. Yeah, so Britney's free. She's out of her conservatorship <laughs> uh, after 13, 14 years, something like that. And uh, she wore, like, a before the hearing, a, uh, uh, what was it? Hashtag free Britney. But yeah, is that I mean, what it was? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That she was wearing. Her and her fiance were wearing uh, matching shirts before the hearing. So, you know, good for her. And hopefully, things will really turn around at this point. Um, with that, we can move into what we're listening to. Unless y'all got any more PP news? <laughs> any PP news? We all we all PP'd before we started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. That's a little peek behind the curtain for you. <laughs> but don't peek behind the curtain. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead. And, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go for what we're listening to because I already pretty much said it at top. So the Adrian Lanker show. Uh, really check out that uh, opener, Ludolo. It's spelled L-U-T-A-L-O. He really doesn't have much released right now, but he has this wonderful song um, that is out right now. One of the two songs. Um, I'll, I'll look it up in just a moment, but... He said that he's got a new EP coming out soon, and I think it's at the beginning of next year. So I went and followed him. He's got like 3,000 followers on Instagram. I'm just super excited to see what this guy does because I was just absolutely, you know, impressed with him, you know. And it was his first uh, tour, and he was playing to all these sold-out venues, and I was just like, damn, this guy is killing it. Uh, The song I was referring to is Warned Her. So if you're uh, interested, it's his most played song on Spotify. That's what I'm listening to. Idols next week. <laughs> There's a, a number of things I've been listening to. There's a lot of good listens. Um, but I'm just going to shout out one that I don't think anyone else is going to mention. Uh, there's a band called Gold Necklace. Um, they're kind of like... <laughs> Dave's laughing. <laughs> Not, it's laughing, not Dave? not a pee pee thing. I would I, I would have said it if I said I would have said it when he asked for more pee pee things. Sorry. Um, so uh, gold necklace. Um, they're uh, I I don't know. I never know how to describe the kind of music that this is. Kind of like math rock, but also dance, Gavin dance, whiny vocals. It's good though. Kurt Travis is the is the singer, and then Brandon Ewing is the guitar player. Um, and it's like really cool shit. Um, I, I really dig it a lot. Is Ewing? Those are the ones that are kind of shaped like an arrowhead. And it's actually pronounced at at. Sorry. Oh, cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. What? What are you listening to? Uh, okay, it's Dave, you it's, love it's, Sand Planet. It's Dave, right? Mm-bunk. It's Dave, right? What is happening? It's Dave, right? Your mm-bunk. name is Dave. Mm-bunk. It's Dave. Mm-bunk. Great. Mbunk. <laughs> Mbunk. Uh, I'm so sorry, Dave. <laughs> We have to put a link to that video in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. You do. said you said we couldn't. No, so we 
Oh, we definitely should, though. Uh, I've been listening to the new album by Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats called The Future. So, before you get into that, okay. I, I do want to know, by the end of this, uh, what you prefer, uh, his solo material or the Night Sweats? Solo material. Wow. Night Sweats are so much better. But that's mm, where bonk. I got in. That's where I, I got in. You, you got to listen to his first one. Uh, right? Yeah, the first one with the Night Sweats. Yeah. I think that's the first one where he worked with Richard Swift. That's the one with... Uh, uh, need never a... get old and uh, son of a bitch, of course. But yeah. like, need never get old is so good. Yeah, I like I like it all. I just uh, partial to solo stuff. Album. I mean, I, I think that's okay to be partial to that, especially if that's how you got into it. Yeah. Um, Thanks, man. I'm surprised neither of y'all mentioned Silk Sonic because I was letting someone yeah, no. else mention it. I was gonna Same. say, hopefully, y'all listen to it. Unlike Jackson, not listening to Idols. Um, ha. <laughs> I was what, were you bit, busy? There was, yeah, there was a meet and greet at yeah. the Adrian Lanker show uh, for the fans to buy me popcorn. For the fans to piss on you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what happened. Uh, but I've been listening to both of those, Silk Sonic and the Idols album, which I really like. I think Good you'll like hear. it. So. I'm sure I will. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if you didn't. They but. played a lot of it live yeah, uh, I, I when bet I saw them. That so. was cool to see live, actually. Yeah. There, there the was album. a lot of moments where I was like, I know these songs really well. What is this? Yeah. Uh, like that song, Car Crash, that is on that album. Yeah. I was like, is he, just, is he rapping? What is happening right now? And then I saw that they, it's on the album. I was like, that makes sense. So I'm super excited for yeah. that. What do, you, what do you think of the Silk Sonic record? Uh, I, I thought I was going to like it more. Yep. It's overwhelming. Um, I yeah, I put I wrote down that um, I feel like it's overproduced and kind of has like too much of a perfectionist. Like that's what they were trying to get out of it, and that hurts it a lot. Yeah. Are they going to tour? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure they are. But the I mean the promotion for this was weird too. It just kind of came out of nowhere after they had seemingly a plan to like hype this up and release every yeah single. So it all feels really weird and. I, I'm I'm on the side of like I I don't know I I think that every single song on there could have been a single, yeah, and and I guess we should say it's a short album. It is a short album, and I like I think that I enjoyed everything on it, and there were parts where I was like, this is really cool. I think that honestly, the parts that I was most into were the drum sounds. I mean, that makes sense as a drummer, right? But at the same time, like that normally isn't the thing I'm most stoked on from a record. But the drums sounded incredible and they truly were the driving force for most of the songs for me. And then the other thing was that like, you know, this this music is like kind of like classic R&B, classic soul stuff, right? And Anderson Pack on, uh, I know at least one song, like really like spits incredible like raps and rhymes on top of it like some his, of it's just goofy too. a lot well okay so it's I, which like, is which is his I would style say a but, lot of it is goofy but not in a bad way well the uh, sneezing tins sir <laughs> but his but his 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 like his rapping i mean his his songs can be goofy but his rapping is incredible and over the top of that stuff it's like you're the only one you're like one of the only people who could do this um, so yeah, it is goofy and it's also like two of the horniest people in music yeah. making music. So it's like, I mean, it's like, it, it, it's gonna, you're going to listen to shit and you're like, what yeah. the fuck am I listening to right now? Um, it, but it's, it's, it's really fun. It's I think really it's really rich, really dense. I think, I, I think that if you can, if you can find a way to like, like just like get past the denseness for a second, you'll just have a lot of fun with it. I think that it's an album that everybody was anticipating but if you can just just not like if you can find a way to ignore that and just have fun with it, just like Marvel movies or the Star Wars shit, don't overanalyze. Just be like, this is fun. Yeah, it's it's 
fun, but it feels it just feels weird because I think a lot of people expected more of True. Anderson Pack's kind of style to come yeah. through. Yeah, and it just feels like a it doesn't. It feels like a record that somebody just like made happen. Just be been like, oh, that'd be cool if they did this together, right? And then it's only like thirty two minutes or whatever. Yeah, and it it does kind of end abruptly, and they have some like songs they left you know behind and didn't release, and that seems like that's kind of weird too. But uh, it's surprising that it's like a weird like thing. Whereas previously, before it came out, I was thinking like this will probably be like top couple albums of the year for me. Yeah, but that it's didn't not. happen. Yeah, it is not. I'm really sorry, guys. Thanks. You guys want to pee on each other about it? Well, um, <laughs> anybody have anything else they want to talk about aside from that? Nope. All right. I got about two other things, but we'll put a pin in that. Put a pin in what? That. What's that? The two other things. Where are they? Bunk. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, this has been a, a, a fun episode. I, I, you know, sad and pee-pee. Um, <laughs> so uh thank you guys so much well, for when you put it that way <laughs> it was a real roller coaster of an episode uh we really appreciate it thank you guys if you haven't already please press that follow or subscribe button on whatever app you are using that does help us out a lot that does include overcast if you got a new iphone Ooh, there you go boom um one thing we are getting close to the end of the year uh we'll be recording our um in a year episode you know, probably a week or two before it's even released. So if you have favorite albums and stuff that you think we should be considering that we haven't talked to over the years, if you're a new listener and you got an album and you don't know if we've talked about it, send it to us, Instagram, whatever, all that kind of stuff, because we want to hear it yeah. and we will put your name in the episode if you email us what your favorite album well, was. So you, you don't want to listen to that episode and then go, oh, you guys didn't listen to or discuss this band that's yeah. amazing yeah there's yeah. a listener because there's plenty of stuff that we haven't listened to yeah man there, I, I think i don't think it was last year i think it was 2019 i forgot uh bon Iver had a new album and yeah. i was like oh i really like that and i should have mentioned that so there's stuff like that like let us know there yeah. will be a listener section your name will get called out yeah if you want and uh you can you can well, i'm sure we'll post about it post about it on socials so you can dm us there but you can also email us at favorite album of 2021 at don't be or mbunk or com. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how many m's i, are I did think that was where you were gonna go with that no no i know i i wasn't i i should have i should have i regretted everything now did we ever it's sign okay, that deal work. with that mark cuban uh distributor we uh, have to talk about that <laughs> He keeps I, emailing I will us. say I, I requested information from them and they sent me a bunch of marketing spam emails. Yeah. <laughs> he kept emailing us and I was like, look, I know you're not real. Yeah. I'm like, Leave we know this alone. is a newsletter. It says unsubscribe from newsletter at the bottom of your email. Yeah. 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 Fuck uh, you, Mark but Cuban. nice try. Nice try. <laughs> but it was that it was that girl. I like she has a real Instagram, so it's a real person. No, I get I don't I'm not arguing that like Mark but Cuban like, isn't listening to the show. I understand. But if, if he does, if he is, Mark and he Cuban wants to back time. us on a Patreon, that's also, cool. What no. Patreon, Adam? Wait, hold up, hold up. Jackson made Dave, one. no fans saw me in DC. I know. I, okay, just wanted to make sure you seem yeah. you seem to think I was dumb, so I thought you might be dumb too. 
Anyway, <laughs> hit the fucking space bar. So thank you so much for listening. We really Thanks. appreciate this, it. This is, this is the only episode we're doing for the rest of the year. Now. Like that, I that said, you can, Canceled. you can you can follow or subscribe us. That would be awesome. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. That does help us out a lot. And you can follow us on all the socials. Don't be the artist. DFTA Podcast. You know how to search it up. You're a fucking smart person listening to my favorite podcast and mine. Not so me. fuck off. And bunk me a towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you already said the space, space bar.